The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Guys, got to tell you, I, I, I don't have perfect wisdom about anything. I, I'm, I'm not Superman. Even Superman didn't have perfect wisdom. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have perfect knowledge. I, I don't have all the answers. I don't even have the right answers. That's why it's so important to follow Jesus. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know what that means? He leads us on the right path every single time. The right path. We live in chaotic times, confusing times. We don't understand. We don't understand what to do next. Listen, can I suggest, if you fall into the pattern of thinking that you've got the right answer, I beg you, humble yourself before God right now and acknowledge that you don't. And can I also confess that pastors are the worst about this? I am a pastor, therefore I know all things about infectious diseases. I am a pastor, therefore I know all things about sociological concerns and cultural norms. I am a pastor, therefore I know fill in the blank. Again, insanity, arrogance, hubris. No, I'm, I'm a child of God, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and I may be a pastor, but I am ignorant as bliss. And I definitely, definitely need the right answer that comes from Jesus Christ himself. You know what Jesus said? He said, if any of you, he, he who follows me, he said, I'm the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light that gives life. That's John 8, 12. He said, you know what he's saying to us? He's saying, you follow me, and I will give you the direction that you need that will lead you to life. In all of its fullness, I will nourish your soul with the direction that I follow. It might not be the direction that you would choose, but that's a good thing. You don't need to choose the direction you would choose. You need to choose the direction that he chooses. He's the one who has the right answer. So seek him while he may be found, and he will answer you. He will answer you in the day of trouble. Today, friends, let's look to Jesus as our good shepherd as he leads us in the right path. He will nourish your soul with direction. He'll nourish your soul with protection. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. Term for comfort there is a term that means energize with courage. When we follow Jesus, we are energized with courage. I, I know I get accused of being too optimistic. Eric, don't you read the newspapers? No. Eric, have you not watched the news? No. 
I'm not trying to be ignorant of things. It's just I don't trust either the newspapers or the, or the news. <laughs> Didn't mean that to be a thing, but... Eric, Eric how, do you, how do you keep up with current events? Twitter. <laughs> Watch trending today. <laughs> Look, no matter what's going on in the seven cities of Hampton Roads, no matter what's going on in the lower 48 or the uh, greater 50, no, no matter what's going on in, in, in uh, this hemisphere or the other hemisphere, no matter what's going on, here's what I know. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I can live with absolute confidence in today and in the future because Jesus is with me. I'm following him. I never blow it when I'm following Jesus. doesn't mean I'll always be um, safe from pain. It doesn't mean that 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 the building will fall on my head. It, does, it doesn't mean that if things get really crazy in our world and every Christian is persecuted, it doesn't mean I won't be persecuted. What it means is in the face of the danger, in the face of the falling buildings, in the face of the persecution, I am protected. I'm safe. I'm secure because I'm in the grip of Jesus. Guys, listen, maybe we need to stop thinking that the totality of life is our 70 plus years here on this earth. And maybe we need to start gaining a vision of our life through the lens of an eternity in the presence of God. Maybe, just maybe, we need to stop thinking that what I hold in my hand at the age of 54 is all that matters. And maybe, just maybe, I need to start thinking what I hold in my heart for the kingdom of God matters for all eternity. Maybe, just maybe, we need to stop trying to protect ourselves from present pain and forfeit the glory of God in the kingdom of heaven. Maybe we need to start thinking in terms of an eternity in his presence. Look, you are not guaranteed, you're not guaranteed freedom from trouble on this earth. So why are you playing like you do deserve it? We don't. In fact, I would contend that as we are faithful to Jesus Christ and following him, it's going to get us in trouble with others. But be of good cheer. Jesus says, I've overcome the world. When we follow him, he inspires us with courage and comfort and hope. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yes, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemy. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. When we follow Jesus, he nourishes our soul with his provision restoration, direction, protection, and with 
satisfaction. Regardless of what the troubadours of yesterday declared, I can't get no, 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 no satisfaction. Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones were wrong. We can be satisfied. We can be satisfied when we follow Jesus. Here's what he does. The enemy, the hostility, people who intend my hurt or pain because I'm following Jesus, they may come charging toward me, but Jesus The warrior stands guard between me and that trouble. In fact, he does more. He goes inside and he prepares the banquet feast bigger than just chicken soup. He prepares this banquet feast for me to sit at the table and feast on his presence. To be satisfied completely in my soul because I'm in the presence of the living God. I think the table of Aaron in verse 5 is a picture of what we're going to look at in three weeks, Luke chapter 14, where we take a, a, a trip through the banquet feast that is prepared in the kingdom of heaven by God himself. And I think Psalm 23, 5 is a picture of that banquet feast where you and I as followers of Christ, we get to sit at that table every single day. We, we get to sit at this table in the very presence of God feasting to our satisfaction. Again, the satisfaction is emotional, it's spiritual, it's physical, it's relational in every aspect. And can I tell you, one of the reasons so many people are dissatisfied with church is because they're filling the blank is wrong. I'll be satisfied with First Norfolk when the preacher isn't so loud. I'll be satisfied with First Norfolk when they sing the songs that I like. I'll be satisfied with First Norfolk when they change the color of their carpet. I'll be satisfied with First Norfolk when whatever. And we think that's right. When you do it my way, then I'll be satisfied. And you show up when we do it your way. And you don't show up when we don't do it your way. And you you, you, you think that we're the problem? No. Hey, listen. The reason people are dissatisfied with church is because the fill in the blank for them is something other than Jesus Christ. And as long as Jesus Christ is exalted, lifted up, as long as Jesus Christ is centerpiece to everything that we are, do, believe, and act upon, then this gathering of God's people should satisfy everyone who's following after Jesus. Our problem is we're filling in the blank with something that Jesus didn't say you ought to fill in the blank with. Hey, I get it. There there are times when I I, I cringe at the things that I say. I get it. But even in our imperfection as a church, we get one thing right. Jesus is the answer. And he and he alone will satisfy. As your pastor, online and in the room, as your pastor, I beg you, turn to health. 
and be satisfied in the presence of God by following Jesus in the way you think, in the way you speak, in the way you act, in the priorities of your life, in the passions of your life, in the way you live. Follow Jesus, not just with lip service, but actually trusting him. See, when we follow Jesus, he fills our cup to overflowing. He he really does. That's what he does. When we follow Jesus, his goodness and his steadfast love catches up with us and surrounds us with the things that really matter. He nourishes our soul completely. So the big question for you and me is simply this. Are you following Jesus? Are you, are you really following Jesus? Some of you are here today and you're not yet a follower of Christ. I get that. And maybe you don't get it, but I get it. I mean, there are people online in the room, you, you have not yet chosen that glorious gift of God's grace to be the answer for your life's pursuit. You, 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 you've heard about Jesus, you know about Jesus, you've talked about Jesus, but really when it comes down to it, Jesus is not the supreme thing in your life. You could write a textbook even about Jesus, but he hasn't transformed your life. Today I invite you to come to Christ, be transformed by his grace. He died for your sin upon a cross He was raised from the dead to bring you into the family of God. And there's no other way you get into God's family. There's no other way you can sit at the table that that, uh, satisfies you completely. The only way you can get there is through faith in Jesus Christ. You're here today and you have not yet put your trust in Jesus. I invite you to come to Christ, to be rescued by his grace, to come to Christ through repentance. I turn away from my sin. Through faith, I place my trust in Jesus. His death as payment for my sin. His resurrection as uh, the new life that I can have when I come to him by faith. I I invite you to come to Christ. When you come to Christ, uh, the Bible says that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord would be saved. What that means is if, if, if your heart's desire is a transformed heart and life. A life that is no longer living it for yourself, but now it's living it for Jesus. A life that is marked by obedience to God rather than disobedience to God. It's not a life of perfection, but it's a life of priority. Jesus is everything to me. The most important thing, person in my life. That's what it means to follow Jesus. That's what it means to come into a relationship with God. Jesus must be everything. If that's your heart's desire, then you call upon him. Say, Jesus, will you forgive my sin? Will you bring me into your family? Through your death on the cross and resurrection from the dead, I believe that you paid the price for me to be part of God's family. I want to give you all that I am, every part of me. 
will you rescue me today? Will you bring me into God's family? Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If that's your heart's desire in a moment when we stand to sing, you come and talk to one of the ministers here at the front or um, you can text Jesus to the number on the screen or email pastor at firstnorfolk.org. You can, uh, at the end of the service, after it's over, you can go to the, um, you can go to the next step station and just say, I, I invited Jesus or I want to know how to become a follower of Jesus. No, we want to help you. Life is meaningless and fruitless unless you've been rescued by Jesus. Begin that journey today. If you are a follower of Jesus and, and you have to do the long, hard look at your life, I do. I have to do this all the time. I mean, throughout the day. Are there places in your life, like there are in mine, where you've determined that something other is more important than Jesus? And some priority in my life, some passion, some purpose, some desire is more important than Jesus. That, that if this would change, then I would be satisfied. No. No, no. All this other stuff is good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying if that's your priority, you've missed it. If it's my priority, I've missed it. It's amazing what happens when we set Jesus as the priority of our life. All these other things don't matter nearly as much as we thought they did. If you're a follower of Jesus and you have some other thing filling in the blank, I invite you to let it go. Just let it go. And talk to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I need your help, but I want to follow you. I want to follow you so that I might be satisfied by you so that you might nourish my soul completely. Today, I think part of the challenge for us as followers of Christ is that, especially if you've been in the church for a while, you, you've been trained to talk good religious talk and play good religious games. But it's an empty pursuit. One of the reasons why so many Christians are so bitter and mean is because you're not following Jesus. You're just not. When we follow Jesus, we are satisfied completely by him. So pinpoint how you're not following Jesus. It could be something as subtle as an emotional attachment to something, or it may be something as complex as an addiction in your life. It, it could be something as profound as uh, the way you think or the way you th- think that you have to behave in order to get ahead, any of those things. But as a follower of Jesus, you need to let those things go. And you need to trust him above all other things. When we get our lives in line with the will of Jesus Christ, that's when we're satisfied. That's when we're healthy. Will you do that? Join me on that journey. The song that we're about to sing is a great message about coming to Jesus. That's really what this message is all about, coming to Jesus. This altar is going to be open for you to talk to God about whatever he's placed upon your heart. Ministers will be here. We'd love to pray over you or with you. But whatever God leads you to do, I invite you to do it. Follow Jesus even in this moment. Now, Father, in these moments, I pray that you would speak clearly to us.
that you would uh, draw us as followers of Christ to be honest enough and humbled enough that we would honestly say in these areas or in this way, I'm not following Jesus. I'm following something else. I'm pursuing something else. I'm looking to something else to satisfy my soul. And as we acknowledge it, as we confess that, I pray by your Spirit you give us the courage to let it go and to pursue you as life's greatest desire. For others in the room who are not yet followers of Christ or those who are online who are not yet followers of Christ, I pray by your Spirit that you would move beyond the words that I've said and speak to them personally and specifically. I pray that you would draw them to yourself that they might be saved, rescued by placing their faith in Jesus. Give them the courage to respond to this call, this invitation to rescue, to life, to satisfaction by trusting in Jesus and turning from their sin. God, I pray that you make our church healthy. That you make us healthy so that we might glorify you and fulfill the mission that you've given us to do. Now speak, we will answer, we will say yes, even in these moments. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray, amen.